Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. who drills it across and Everton are in trouble here because Leicester are in front Harvey Barnes has netted in the very early stages here here's Delhi drilling it into the penalty here's another chance it's in it's Richarlison at the death Everton equalise and he finally takes his chance what a big precious point it could earn for Everton. Well, Frank, you, you got something in the end there. Better late than never. Is there a, an element of relief at getting something from the game? Well, sure, when you get to that point in the game, when you're counting down the clock slightly. But I think we, it's a tough match. Uh, on chances, we deserve the point. No, I'm, I'm pleased with the point because um, it's something we haven't been doing well enough. When we're not quite on our game, is is creating chances uh, and fighting and getting a point. And at this stage, it can be a crucial point for us. Hello again, Evertonians. Welcome again to the Toffee Web Podcast. Back again, getting on for 24 hours after Everton salvaged what might yet prove to be a vital point in the battle to avoid relegation. Paul's here. Adam's here. How are we, fellas? Not so bad, thanks. Not bad. <clears throat> Not bad. I felt better about five minutes ago before Burnley scored. I don't know what the score is now, but they were, yeah, was, you saw Southampton miss a few sitters and then obviously you knew Burnley were going to score. So I don't, obviously, so Southampton can get back into that. But uh, yeah, um, good to rally and get a point in the end, wasn't it? In the end, I think, like you say, it might be an important point. Um, we'll have to see come the end of the season, obviously. But um, yeah, I didn't feel like it was coming. They, they kept on battling away, to be fair, Everton, I thought, didn't they? They, 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 you know, they didn't play great, but they, they kept on going, I'd, I'd say that much. And sometimes you don't have to play well, but you just got to take your chances and you can't miss, you can't give up opportunities like 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 we did in the game and expect to, expect to win any games. And 
you wonder if you'd have put one of them, particularly say the early one, which Richardson definitely should have scored. You put that in, you go in at half time one one, you might get a bit of momentum, it might have been a different game, you know. And it's all about taking opportunities when they come. You don't always have to play great, you've got to score when the, when the opportunity is there. That's uh, there's no point laying into Richardson too much because obviously we know how hard he works and he'll be, be more disappointed than anyone. That's uh, that's obviously hope that if he has them opportunities at the weekend, then he doesn't pass them up the same way. So that's uh, that's yeah. uh, let's yeah. see. Uh, the weekend. Uh, I thought we weren't going to talk about that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, the late goal, obviously. I mean, it certainly makes this podcast easier, doesn't it? I think um, if if we'd sort of been staring down another sort of frustrating home defeat um, in one of those kind of winnable games we were looking at, I think, uh, you know, we'd all been feeling pretty flat going into, obviously, what is a massive uh, a massive uh, game on Sunday. But um yeah, it, it changed your mood, as, as you said, Paul. It wasn't did did sort of feel like it was going to be one of those days with the missed opportunities. Um, and I mean, you know, as you say, Richarlison, he got his goal in open play, uh, but yeah, could have had a could have had a, a nice little hat trick, couldn't he? Um, it was interesting that 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 ball in for the chance you spoke about early on. I think it was you said Lynn, a, a couple of weeks ago about getting those kind of like sort of low crosses into the box that Calvert yeah. Lewin last mm. season was getting on the end of and you just think you know it, was, it, it would have been you know ideal ideal to sort of you know uh, give him that confidence boost but obviously um, you know didn't quite pan out that way uh, still don't really know how he missed to be honest but um, what was he doing I mean it, it almost seemed like a like a training ground thing where he just kind of casually lackadaisically just have a poke at it you know it was almost there was just it didn't he didn't seem to have any conviction about it at all yeah I don't know if you I don't know if you saw any of the stuff on social media this week, some of his little, um, you know, kind of, hitting, you know, scoring from an impossible angle with like a bit of a scuff finish, which sort of worked for the goal, but it it, it was, it. he just needed to put something on it. And it, it, I don't know if he's trying to be too clever or like you say, mm. just lacked a bit of conviction, but um, yeah. And I mean, the header as well in the second half is another one that normally you'd expect him to, to bury as well. Um, but um, yeah, it was definitely a, a little, little redemption story at the end with that, uh, that stunning late winner. Stunning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He had, an, he had an off night. It happens. Um, it's frustrating, but it happens. Um, if you make excuses for him, I don't know. You can't, you can't excuse, you can't excuse any of their misses, can you really? But particularly the first one, you can't excuse. But I suppose he put until a few hours before kickoff or so, but it seemed like he thought he, he, he might've been playing up front. Uh, sorry, on the wing rather than up front. That changed quite, quite late in the day, didn't it? With um, Dominic's, mm. Dominic's late injury, so yeah, I don't, I, we don't know how much that changed things really. But um, but yeah, you can't <clears throat> you can't miss that opportunity. Very frustrating. Um, so yeah, I just wonder what the, how, how different the game might have been had we had taken that chance, and surely we would have improved. We would have thought our, our play follow, following the goal. Um, but I thought we deserved a draw myself. I know I was listening to a few others talk about it, and they, they sort of saying they did. They, 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 didn't think we really deserved the job. I thought we had enough chances. We didn't, you know, okay, we didn't play great, but I thought, yeah, I thought like at least he stuck at it. You know, I don't, I, I don't think a draw was harsh on Leicester. You know, I think, I think it's about the fair result in the end, albeit very, very late, um, very, very late in the day. Um, oh, yes, you said earlier, Adam, what, what, what we do for a late equaliser at Anfield or something like that at the weekend. <laughs> I mean, we'd, we'd, we'd certainly take something like that, wouldn't we? You know. <laughs> Absolutely. It was one of those games where you could, where if we'd won, lost, or drawn, I don't think you've had any argument with it. You know, mm, that's true. it was um, we had the chances, and I, I don't want to, you know, rag on Richarlison too much because I mean, the lads run himself absolutely ragged. Him and Anthony Gordon, I think, over the past few weeks, 
have had a consistent level of effort, if not output, you know, and that's, that's really all you can ask for, because as long as you keep plugging away, which they did, then, then the breaks will, will, will fall your way, you know, it's kind of you're earning your, earning your own luck. And I think he did that. Um, and it certainly was a lucky goal, because when he struck it, I think I could, I, I could tell the direction the ball was going. But for a split second, you think, Oh, Lord, where's this going? Is it going to spin wide? You know, is it going to whatever? So, um, yeah, it's I, I don't want to uh, criticize him too much, but I, I did. Can I confess? I did think at, at the time when he was, you know, missed the, the second chance. I was like, you know, is his is his head really now somewhere else? Because you know all the speculation and talk about him changing agents and possibly angling for a move. But um, yeah, he's he's definitely still invested. You can tell, um, and hopefully he's got those misses out of the way now because uh, uh, <laughs> we need him to start bagging regularly. For sure, especially as we're not really, it doesn't seem like we're able to bank on the availability of Dominic, does it? Um, he's, he's out for the next game, maybe maybe the Chelsea game. Is he really going to be back now? It's, is, is it fair to say he might not well, he probably won't be back properly this season? You know what I mean? So it doesn't look like, you know, not certainly not the sort of lean 20 goal a season striker we had last season, nowhere near, you know, so he might go back and fits and starts and... Much maligned this season was Rondon, wasn't he? At the uh, under Rafa, and who knows what uh, what an impact he might end up having. He did, he, did, he did pretty well, Rondon. He caused a few problems, and he might have might have given himself a bit of a chance to start in the derby there, Rondon. If I think he's it's it's got to be it's got to be an option, hasn't it? You would have thought playing Rondon on on Sunday with Charleston out on the flank is probably a bit better suited to the flank for Charleston at the moment, at least. So yeah, yeah. Uh, really considering that option. He caused problems, have, didn't he? Yeah, I'd have know. started him to be honest. I'd have mm. started him yesterday, and I was slightly disappointed that that they did that Lampard didn't, um, because I think as we saw that as soon as he came on, <clears throat> then they, the, the defenders the defense has got two things to worry about. You know, you've got an, an unpredictable Richarlison and an unpredictable Rondon, so you're not actually sure you know what either one of them is going to do. But <clears throat> certainly, you know, Rondon comes on, and we finally have someone that if someone wins a header, there's somebody else there. I was crying out if we're if we're gonna be kicking it long, which ultimately we had to because, you know, watching us trying to play out of defense through Leicester was was painful. I mean, like, the whole match was painful actually for about ninety two minutes. I hated every minute of that match because <laughs> um, it was just so frustrating and so um, so humbling in a way. But yeah, as soon as we start, as soon as we start kicking it long, then you need someone to go beyond Richarlison, you know, because if he does win a header, which to be to be fair, he won a few, there's no one there to pick up the second ball. Um, so, you know, Rondon comes on, all of a sudden Richarlison picks up that second ball and has our first shot on target. So, um, yeah, how, how we approach Liverpool, I guess we will come on to that. But, um, yeah, I was disappointed he didn't start last night just for that reason. Yeah, if you can put the ball up to Rondon, I mean, he doesn't necessarily have to win the header, does he? But he's just going to cause much more nuisance value by being up there. You know what I mean? And who knows what can, yeah. you know, how it might, might bounce off and how it might how it might break and whatever else, you know. So, um, yeah, it's... Yeah, he probably should have started. In hindsight, I think when I heard, I heard, I'd heard a bit earlier in the day that Dominic wasn't um, available. Um, I didn't think he'd start. I just thought he wouldn't start with Rondon. I, I, I just figured he'd, he'd go with what he did with a Charleston mm-hmm. up front, just because I just figured that, that not saying it was the right thing. I just figured that's what he would do. Um, he, he, he seems to have a bit of faith in that. The Charleston probably sees himself as a striker more than more than most do i think i think uh most would agree is is, is best as like one you know coming off from from the in uh from from the left or the right hand side probably the left and um 
not central, but I think he sees himself as more of a central striker. So I guess I guess you kind of got to give him the opportunities there as well. But um, hey, he got a goal. He got maybe it might have been the only way he was going to score a goal it was a scuffed one, which went in off like the defender's ass. But like that was probably the only way to to to, to kind of score in, in the game. But uh, he got there. It was goals, and, and it might be an important goal. And, I think it probably will be. It's it's looking so tight. Uh, looking, you know, that it, it it could well be a point which keeps us up. Who knows? I mean, it could it could be a, end up being a very crucial goal. That's uh, let's just see how these how these games pan how these games pan out. Um, but yeah, it was, the more you think about, it, there's less to say about the game, isn't it? It was such like a kind of ugly game. You're right, Lyndon. It wasn't it wasn't fun to watch, was it? It was just a, yeah. yeah, just relieved to get out of there with something at the end of it, and yeah, on on to the next one now and. Uh, Eek, the next one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shudder. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, it looks, it did look very comfortable for Leicester early on. Um, I mean, I think it does say something about the, the the sort of character of the players that they did sort of hang in there long enough to sort of get those opportunities later on. Um, I guess Richarlison sort of, you know, emblematic of that because, you know, it, the heads easily could have dropped with that, um, particularly with the first missed chance. But, he, you know, he was, he was still in there late on. Um, as you say, Rondon did add to that because he was he was a presence. You know, it wasn't wasn't necessarily pretty, but he got stuck in. I mean, there was there was a few times there was a few groans when he kind of get the ball hold onto it and sort of play a really kind of safe reverse pass when maybe he could have been a bit more progressive. But the fact is, you know, you know, as we've said in recent weeks, you know, uh, Calvert Loon's you know clearly not been a hundred percent, whether that's you know physically, mentally, um, and. It's, it's not as if he's been doing the kind of things he was last year in, in terms of bringing others into a play. I think I think Rondon showed in sort of 20, 30 minutes that he's he's probably more suited to that anyway, regardless of uh, the injury Calvert-Lewin's uh, suffering with. So, um, yeah, I, I, I can see him starting the derby. Um, and I think if someone was to drop out, you'd probably say Damari Gray um, based, on, based on last night. Um, I think he just looks a little off the boil to me. Um, he, he did have a chance from the set piece, which we worked really well, actually. Um, the, uh, the sort of corner routine that sort of played into him in the area. But besides that, I think out of out of everyone, um, I think everyone else just had that little bit more endeavour, if not always, the end product. Um, I mean, you, you touched on it earlier, uh, Lyndon, with uh, you know the likes of Gordon sort of running himself into the ground. And then that one time he does get in that position, mm-hmm. it wasn't always there, but... But I think, you know, you can forgive that in, in a way that, say, I don't know, watching the likes of, say, City and Bernardo Silva in that area, someone like that, you know, they're not having to kind of, you know, track back and, you know, do all the dirty work for, you know, the majority of a half and then they, they get that one minute. They've obviously got a lot more kind of freedom. Um, and I think, um, yeah, maybe maybe that's something, you know, we can sort of look to improve. Sunday's probably not the time to do it, to be honest, because you'd imagine we are going to have to do a lot of chasing and harrying. Um but hopefully, in, in, some, in some of these other games, you know, we can give the likes of Gordon and Iwobi, Gray, if he's playing, um, you know, that bit of support so that they're not running themselves ragged and then kind of wasting those those little openings we get. Um, but then saying that, the, the ball for a Charleston chance, that's, that's Gordon putting one in. Um, it's a great ball with his left foot. So, you know, more of that. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, to, uh, <clears throat> pardon me. I think other positives in the game, um, if we're going to look for some, um, Delph, I thought, played well again. I thought, um, I, thought he, I thought he battled well because somebody was getting stuck in there, at least somebody was making some tackles and putting themselves about a bit. I don't, 
going negative again. Just thinking back, it, it, it was really like sort of annoying, shocking almost how how poor the movement was throughout the pitch. Um, I don't know how apparent that was on TV, but certainly looking at the match, it was just like they looked very low in confidence at one down for the while. They're like nobody, nobody's showing for the ball, nobody's sort of trying to spin away from the player from the marker. I mean, saw Delph come short for it once or twice, but that was pretty poor. I got a little better so, yeah, as, as we made the subs, I suppose. I thought Delft uh, was probably the one who competed very well. Awobi played quite well. He was he, he, he was putting himself about. He tried hard and uh, good to see Deli Ali get some minutes finally as well again and um, make an impact. He, uh, big, he did, 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 did very well for the goal. He, um, you know, he, he, he out-muscled the uh, defender there and got the ball into the box and yeah, so good to see him making an impact and it's good to see, you know, showing what he can do a little bit and uh, yeah, you know, whether you doubt he'd be thrown into the derby to start the game, but like it's good to see. Oh, you can do that off the bench if we're, you know, if we're in the game late and whatnot, and looking for something. And then yeah, it's, it's it's just good to see that option there as well. So and and obviously Rondon's performance, so the substitutes did pretty well. Um, Coleman did a good game. Um, he he led the team well. So I think it tends to be more the senior players which stood up a bit more yesterday. I think more so than the younger players. I thought, but um. Yeah, we move on. I think we just have to draw a line under the game, don't we? <laughs> and I move on from it because it was a pretty poor game. And just with, as, as I keep saying, it's relieved to, to get a point out of it in the end. Yeah, Delph was good from a, from the competitive standpoint, you know, because he was, you know, combative and, and all the rest of it. But I thought he was disappointing uh, from the standpoint of where he was so effective against United in, in bringing the ball forward and bringing the ball out. I think you're right. He was another one of those ones who was guilty of just looking backwards too often. Um, and you could certainly, you know, get the the frustration of the crowd even through the, you know, on, on the on the live feed, of just you know get the ball forward, get you know get get moving forward. And there was just, um, I think you're right, just a lack of a lack of confidence and a lack of belief that I think was sown fairly early on by just how well Leicester were playing with the ball um, and how easily they were sort of passing through us. Um, you know, for all the for all the legwork that Awobi and Gordon and Richarlison put in, um, you know, running, running up and you know, running across the field in the press, the, the, the press itself is not actually that effective at the moment. Um, I think you know, Leicester always seems to have an extra man. Um, you know, Wesley Fofana, well, he's a great player, and he was you know picking balls straight through, um, straight straight through the middle of us at times, and that that for me was concerning. But you know. They, we set, we settled down and managed to to sort of get the measure of the game after about 15, 20 minutes because I think they they flashed up on the international feed the fact that I think by fifteen minutes Leicester had had seventy eight percent of the possession or something which I mean you know it's just ridiculous really <laughs> um, but uh, so I think that's where the um, where the confidence ebbed away a bit was just I think the players realizing this was going to be much more difficult than the United game um, and so. Yeah, I think that was obviously a, a psychological issue. That, but it, you know, it, it definitely improved as the game went on. You could see that they were uh, were growing in belief. Um, you know, but for a couple of crucial nicks that that Delft got on the ball from, I think both from Madison, I think you know, but it could have been much different. But you know, you hang in there and you, and you get the you get the breaks at the end. So that's definitely something to take forward. Yeah, I think I mean everyone was willing, wasn't they? Uh, weren't they? I think like you know there was a lot of there was a lot of desire. It wasn't always pretty. It wasn't you know it's certainly not a game. I mean if if we stay up by a point, it's it's a game we'll look back on fondly. But it's not it's not one for the sort of history books, is it? it was it wasn't a great game of football. Um, I think um, I think Leicester obviously 
kind of showed what what that movement can do. You know, when you've got options to play out to, I think so many times we, we were forced to go along because it it had already sort of recycled the play back so many times. It just kept coming back, um, and the difference with Leicester was they, they, they were kind of picking up those sort of little pockets of space, you know, Madison, that, that Dewsbury Hall. Um, we, we we kept them quiet later on, but yeah, that, that sort of early stage, which is sort of, you know, the polar opposite the way we've been playing in a lot of games where we've struggled, where we've kind of started well in the first 15 minutes and then it's kind of uh, ebbed away from us a little. But um, I think, um, I think yeah, it's, it's certainly, again, it's, it's a confidence thing, isn't it? Um, it's It's confidence and also... As you say, that, that those players who are doing a lot of running—is it—is it—is it an organised press? Is it you know—is is someone sort of leading it, is, or is it more kind of like scattergun? Let's just you know, it, it, you know, it, those videos of Iwobi where he's chasing an, a complete lost cause are great. You know, it's lovely. Yeah. You know, it's sad that we're kind of celebrating that like a goal sometimes. <laughs> like, wow, wow! Look at him just run himself into the ground for <laughs> no apparent reason. Um, but. And it, yeah, but that's that, that desire is great, and it you know that's that's what we need. But also, there has to be a, an element of sort of control to what we're doing. Um, I think yeah, maybe Delph and Alan last night didn't quite get to grips with the game as much as they did with Manchester United. Whether that's Leicester playing a bit better than Manchester United did, or or just you know for whatever reason you know just kind of came into it a little bit flat. I mean, we we looked like the side who played kind of three games in the space of a week uh, early on. We look really leggy. It's funny uh, how that goes, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, they, they I mean, I, I know they, when I, when I looked into it, you know, they'd sort of made changes, obviously, from the weekend. They had a poor result against Newcastle, didn't they? But, you know, they, they were sort of pretty much full strength. So, you know, you'd expect an improvement. But yeah, we we didn't look like we'd have that nice kind of, you know, break we've been talking about to get, you know, People up to speed who needed to be. Um, I, I guess. I guess. Meaning played the full ninety minutes, so that's right. that's another positive to take from it. You know, he looked looked a little shaky at times, but got involved. And um, even though he's he's unorthodox, I, I don't know. He, 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 he does <laughs> he's make a me bit f- mad, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a bit mad. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. It, so, sometimes I feel reassured to see him. At other times, I feel um, yeah, a little uh, a little on edge, but. Um, I think um, obviously, yeah. If, if we can, if we can give him, you know, sort of more ninety minutes. I think going into the derby where we do want someone like him battling. Um, uh, I think, um, I think, you know, that's that's another positive to take. Uh, but I'd, I'd expect Alan to be a lot better come Sunday if he's playing, which you'd assume he, he would start because um, he, he he just looked a little off it. I, I don't know if it was maybe a game, you know, that would have suited Decore a bit more with the sort of movement of Leicester. You know, someone who. who you know, could maybe track some of those runs a little. Um, but, um, he does that though, Alan. He has, you know, hmm. game just he just does an off game every now and then where you wonder, you know, what what's going on there. And then the next game, he's he's he comes out, you know, all all guns blazing again. So um, I, he's the kind of player that you definitely want on Sunday. I think. I think he often relishes the big sort of tussles of big players, doesn't he? I think that's when mm-hmm. he, he gets up a bit more determined and. Um, He's got his compatriot there, hasn't he? Uh, Fabinho will be up against, and uh, Thiago's obviously um, in, in good form, isn't he? There, so it's a sort of battles he might um, he might relish a bit more, hopefully. And uh, yeah, he's it's, it's going to have to be up for the fight, all right, isn't he? On um, on Sunday, um, yeah, yeah, we mean uh, um, I was saying at the start actually to uh, to, to to my mate. Um, 
Like because we on the we had a pretty rubbish first twenty minutes against Man United, but after that we, we defended the box pretty well for like a keen improved one particularly once we'd scored. Um Godfrey had a good game and obviously yeah we've been saying for like most of the season now we're missing our best centre back and there's no real argument argument there. I mean there is our best centre back, but having just defended well and just kept the clean sheets. I think Keane played left left side centre back and, and Godfrey right. Then all of a sudden, the first five minutes was very obvious that it was defensive. It was just all at sea. And then because Leicester, yeah. Leicester cut through was a couple of times. They, they could have scored in the first fifty seconds, couldn't they? It didn't take long for them to score. It, it just it, it looked like essential to pain, which is like I'm going like Godfrey's like I'm going last week I was playing right side. Now I'm playing left side. Me and his first game back looked like it just them first five minutes or so were really sort of oh god. Um, so yeah, we'll have to certainly certainly start a lot better than we did. Um, up against Liverpool because you let you let Liverpool in early, it's going to be very, very, very difficult to get back. You know, so we got to certainly start a lot, a lot more solid than we did uh, did last night. Um, how do you guys see it on Sunday? How do you see it going? Dare I ask? Uh, I mean, <laughs> we, we we've had obviously Manchester United have just you know suffered a a mauling uh, at their hands. Um, I mean, they look they look really confident, don't they? And obviously, um, you know, they've got a lot to play for. Um, I think, I think really, it, it does depend on how, how how tight we can keep it. I think um, I was I was sort of going back over sort of old old derbies earlier, and um, the Allardyce the Allardyce derby. That's, that's obviously what it'll go down in my history books as um, where um, you know where, where we got that pretty soft pen and. Rooney scored um, for one all. Um, I think it, it might, you know, it, we we might be relying on that sort of kind of gritty, just sort of hold out and hope um, kind of performance, real sort of backs of a wall. Which you know, obviously, you'd like to be more progressive. I mean, we saw last year, um, obviously, with albeit with very different personnel, but you know, they are a side that can be got at, um, but. I don't think now is the time with players who aren't necessarily fully fully confident. Um, you know, we're unbeaten in two or something. Uh, but um, the first time since October, I think. Yeah, God. Uh, but um, I think yeah, keep, keeping it tight early doors. I think yeah, obviously starting the game um, like like we did last night would 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 be. Uh, Worrying because yeah, yeah they are likely to punish those kind of mistakes um, with the kind of press they have. Um, but yeah, if, if we can keep it tight, you know, keep keep them quiet, sort of first first twenty minutes, and you know, few few set pieces, you know, start to rattle them. If we are playing someone like Rondon, um, you know, if we are going sort of old school with it, um, I, I, I feel like they're not going to fancy that. There's, there's there's quite a few players who we've got now that sort of experienced core. As you said, uh, Paul, with the sort of senior players who, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be, you know, happy if I was, you know, sort of Fabinho, um, going to be playing for the, the red shite, but, I'd, but I'd, I'm not, I'd be, I'd be, uh, I'd, I'd be sort of worried about the likes of sort of Del Falan, uh, be sort of like, you know, seasoned pros who are a little bit wily, uh, who you know are going to sort of, you know, maybe sort of, you know, snap you a little bit early on and kind of, you know, make the presence felt, as opposed to maybe some of the more naive players uh, we've had to kind of play who, you know, the heart's in the right place, but the likes of Holgate and Kenny uh, maybe haven't quite got that. Well, we know they haven't because they're obviously the younger players who've, who've not sort of played consistently over the last couple of years. So, uh, you know, if 
you know, if, if we play a, a strong, solid side and, you know, we've, we've got those players on the break who are willing, then maybe, just maybe. I don't think it's a sort of game where we can be progressive or expansive. I think we just need to go and park the bus. I mean, because if for if only for goal difference considerations, you know, that's that's could could come into it. Bernie and, and and us are very very close on that. I think uh, what are they? They won one ahead of us now. If if they're still leading, which they are, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> so I mean, yeah, the worst thing we can do is just go and get leathered four nil, you know, and and set ourselves back in that respect because you know goal difference being worth a, a point if it comes down to it um I, i'd like to see us just approach it how we did the chelsea game you know ride our luck at the back and then for me it's it's really we have two two ways of playing we either go for as you say you know play rondon off richarlison and, and try and have a physical presence up there so we can go long or we just try and sit back and try and hit them on the break in which case that that's the kind of situation where Damari Gray is useful because he's fast on the break. He's good one-on-one um, with the keeper. Um, that's maybe the way that I would go. But um, again, it's hard to see past the, the, that, that option of having Richarlison's physical, uh, Richarlison's, uh, Rondon's physical presence up there with Richarlison just as a as an outlet. Um, you know, Maybe we can get something going on a set piece. Um, but that's really... You know, I, I, I we can't go toe to toe with Liverpool because we'll just get we'll get annihilated. Um, so I think we just have to um, to just try and try and dig in there, um, stay in the game. I mean, obviously, if we can score early like we did last season, then we've got something to hang on to. That would obviously be fantastic. That would be ideal. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't think I, I just hope that we're not we're not going to be as open and naive as we were at somewhere like Spurs because you know Liverpool will. Will tear us a new one in that scenario. I think. Um, <clears throat> I mean, yeah. So many, so many people, so many Evertonians, are sort of spoken to are just so, so doom and gloom about this derby, and that's it's with with a lot of justification, of course, because they haven't had hot form and all. Um, all the waveforms pitiful isn't it? It, it it's really 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 poor couldn't really be any worse um but yeah i just i just wanted to say is go there yeah let's not go there with fear let's not just yeah i'm not saying let's go out there and express ourselves like like yeah. roberto martin has had us do a few times we got tanked for an elbow <laughs> times yeah let, let, let's just go there and like like you say dig in and just get yeah if them players go there dig in and give it the best and lose then you're okay well fair one you, you gave it a good go and that's and that's all you can ask mm-hmm. isn't it if they go you want dig, dig in Get a draw, nick a win, whatever. They will be gods. They will be heroes. You know what I mean? Like uh, for for a couple of reasons, obviously. So, yeah, I mean, in terms of what I'd perhaps be tempted to um, maybe withdraw the Wobie, at least from that position, and maybe put Donny Van der Beek in there. So you got three scrappers, mm-hmm. and Donny Beek's got a little bit more, a little bit more quality on the ball. You could perhaps put a Wobie on the wing then instead, and, and use his energy, because him just you know, and, and say drift in if you need to, and you know. But, but when 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 they're in possession, you get back and and, and help out your fullback, you know. So um, that's one option we could do. I certainly think Rondon has to play now. I think um, you, you really want the Charleston on one flank because we know how hard he'll try. You know how much he'll chase back. You know how uh, how um, how uh, you know the, the effort that he'll put into it. But um, let's give it all. Let's you know when when we have opportunities to break, go for it, have a go. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But yeah, let's not be silly. But I just want to see them just come off that game having given everything. You know what I mean? So that, that's all. And that's that's all I can really ask for. You know, not two 0 is it? Two 0 <laughs> Yeah. <God>. Sorry. 
<laughs> my reaction. <laughs> uh, let's just let's just forget about them. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I can't go into this game writing it off. You know, I, as an Evertonian, I, I survive on hope. <laughs> I live on hope. <laughs> um, I'm used to living on hope, um, and so you know, I mean, it's it's a derby. It's it's you know, form book goes out the window, and let's hope so because our away form couldn't be worse. Um, but yeah, it's just anything can happen. It's the why we it's, that's why we play the games. Um, you know, and you could you could look back on it at the end, and if we've if we've ground out a draw, we've not only you know messed up their title chances, but we've given ourselves just an, another step forward, you know, in, in towards safety. So, yeah, I I, I hope that uh, that the players sort of aren't buying into this because there is a lot of uh, a lot of negativity about this game on uh, you know on social media particularly. Um, so let's hope that the uh, players just go and then, as you say, just give it their all. And, uh, you know, that's all you can do, really, because it is the, there is nothing you know not losing anything by by having having a good go at it, um, because as you know, no one really expects us to get anything out of it, and anything that we do is is a bonus. Mm. I, th- I mean, there's, there's a few bonuses, a uh, few positive things going into it. I mean, obviously that late goal is a massive boost. I think you know, going into it, you know, one nil defeat would have felt a bit flat. Um, especially when it it was one of the more sort of winnable games on paper, at least coming up. Uh, so that, that that late goal is massive, you know the the positive feeling from that. Um, I guess I guess the others, you know, last season, you know, um, like I say, you know, although you know a lot of the players might have changed, you know, but there's still you know a lot of that core group there who who broke that hoodoo that you know lasted since you know the nineties, if you want to you know paint it in a really bleak way. Um, so. To, to sort of go there now without that kind of, you know, on our shoulder a little, um, it, it, it does maybe take a bit of the pressure off. Um, and also that, that you know, I think I think you said it a few times, Paul, about, you know, the, the, the away win thing. At some, at some point we've got to break that. You know, is it is it going to be Sunday, you know, your heart says, yeah, of course, but, you know, your head when you're being a bit more realistic, probably not. Because, um, yeah, they are annoyingly, a good side who were playing well, who've, you know, got, you know, far greater resources really than we have in, um, in a lot of ways in terms of personnel um, on the pitch. But then saying that, you know, at, at least it's, it's not where we were a couple of weeks ago, where you were sort of trying to cobble together a side of, you know, square pegs in round holes. There's, there's now options, you know, we're sort of looking at that midfield and going, Oh yeah, we could play Delph. We could play Van der Beek, could play, you know, uh, Elgarzi, maybe I don't know, but um, there's there's options there. There's options in pretty much every area of the pitch now, um, and and some of the other things we were worried about. You know, Mikolenko looks really settled in. I thought he had another solid solid game uh, last night. He did. Um, he did. I think I think really he's good. he's he's probably been our most consistent player. I'd say over you know the last you know the last couple of games, um, and and then other players as well who were sort of you know either kind of you know pretty much maintaining the levels they've shown. Gordon, I think, again, you know, like I say, you know, the, the end product wasn't always there, but very willing. Um, some real moments of quality as well. Um, you know, he, he certainly didn't look out of place, you know, when put, you know, up against someone like Madison, who's, you know, obviously, you know, been been around the game a lot long, you know, some of his touches were lovely and his, 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 his runs and, you know, and he, he, he's always good for winning a little free kick, which, you know, those kind of, those kind of things could be massive on Sunday, you know. Um, you know, we could we could we could do with doing more from set pieces than we did um, 
uh, last night. But even then, we, we still had some you know pretty pretty decent opportunities there. So I think yeah, if if we if we show that fight, if we show that willing, then there's there's, there's a chance, isn't there? And where where, where there's a chance, um, we'll we'll take it, eh? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I just don't want us to go in there with fear. That's all I want. Yeah. Just just want to want to see him give it a very good go. Um. There's been like you know the, the some Merseyside derbies previously have gone into, and you just think, I mean the the the, the last uh, the last game for Marco Silva springs to mind, and you just thought like we're just gonna get battered here. You you just kind of knew. Yeah. You know I mean. I don't have that feeling about this one. Um, I, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not going into this waving the white flag. I have done previously with derbies, and we got battered. Like um, the, the Martinez's last one was just before the cup semi-final. Was just horrific. We lost four 0 That was just the, the worst. Uh, just horrendous being at Anfield for that one. And the silver one. Yeah, I mean, there's been some horrendous ones, but we've gone into them thinking oh, we're just going to get battered here. This is going to be awful. This one, I don't have that feeling. I think. I think we will fight. I think we will uh, have a good go. Um, don't fear them. That's what I want. That, that's just wanna really, really ram home. Sick of everyone saying to me, "Oh, we're gonna get battered," and sick of all the smug vads going, <laughs> "We're gonna bite you." Yeah, I mean, just, yeah. Uh, just, uh, yeah, yeah. Come on, let's nip this in the bud. Yeah, let's, uh, let's do it. Battle cry. Oh yeah, I, lo- I love these battle cries. <laughs> <laughs> get me through the week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, fo- focusing on more positive sides of uh, derbies, the, this week's question is a derby question, and it was, uh, "What's your favourite derby goal?" Do you want to go first, Lyndon? You we always uh, you always let us go first. Do you want to go first for change? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was looking, I was thinking back through them, and there are just so many, so many that that sort of come to mind, and it was hard to think, hard to choose. You know, a favorite. I think one of the ones, one of the ones that immediately came to mind was Daddy Danny Catamatri's, um, because that was the first derby that I actually saw live where we actually beat them, um, and that was a uh, that was a great game. So I think he, he just you know burned um, was it um, <laughs> was it Neil Ruddock? I think it was Neil Ruddock. He just yeah. left him yeah. for dust and uh, and finished. I think we won that game two 0 So that was great. Um, but for me, I mean, the what just just because it ended twenty two years of pain. I think the Richarlison one from last season. Um, I, I wish that there'd been fans there. I wish that you know that the Blues had been there and the, and the Reds had been there to see it as well. Um, but I think that's the one just for the magnitude of it is the one that I would go with Richarlison's last season and the fact that it was set up by Hamas. <laughs> yeah. That that was going to be my shout as well. Emo was, no, was sorry, obviously, no. but no, no, my, <laughs> that's, my, that's my why you don't go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I'm, only because I'm obviously there's, there's some there's some great ones. Uh, obviously, in, in mystery books, you have the Graham Sharp volley, um, the Sheedy free kick with the V signs of a cop. You know, it, the sort of goals that like you know sort of ingrained on you growing up. Um, I think obviously, yeah, that the importance of that. That, that early Richardson goal, you know, the, the quality of it, it, as you say, that's the only kind of asterisk next to it. But it it, it wasn't um, obviously, you know, um, in front of a full house because um, you know it, it would have got the reception it deserved. Uh, sort of stunned silence and awe um, as uh, you know we watch our Phoenix rising moment um, with the world's formerly most expensive player pulling the strings. Um, <laughs> And obviously, lots of uh, passionate blues. But I, I guess if I'll go away from that one, and another another recent one that stands out be, be, be the Jags one, just because uh, it, mm-hmm. it was it was just a complete bolt out of the blue. It's one of those 
that I'm sure I'm sure he'll kind of like look back on and just go, yeah, I've I've, ne- I've never hit a ball better in in my life, and what a time to do it. Um, and it it really did feel like a victory that one. Um, s- similar to last night, really, you know, a bit of a bit of a, a mirror image there. So uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd go over Jags one. Um, wasn't a win, but it it it, it felt felt big at the time. Um, and it's yeah, it's, it's a great goal. It's it's one of those you still watch it, you think it's going over that, and it just <laughs> it just nestles. Well, it's a bit like um, you know when John Joe Kenny takes that shot at Burnley. What the mm. hell are you doing? It's almost, you know, it's just... <laughs> That's why, yeah. That's why he's doing yeah, it. why, but, you know, and it's kind of there. But, you know, you, if you don't if you don't buy a ticket, you, yeah. you know, you can't win the lottery. So, but, uh, yeah, fantastic hit. Fantastic goal. But sometimes it just bounces up and you got to hit it. You know what I mean? And that was kind of one, like yeah. Bobby Horn, almost, you know what I mean? Oh, you got to hit that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the, the, the John Joe Kenny one, there was, he has no right to hit it. <laughs> but you control it. And yeah. shows, you know, that's not going to be a goal, John Joe. You know, <laughs> you know so uh, it's like, you know, something like that it just bounces back sometimes. Yeah. When you've played, you just think, oh, I've, uh, yeah, you, you can't help it, can you? You're just like, oh, I've got to hit this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, it doesn't normally go in like that. But yeah, um, uh, amazing. The the Rodriguez, well, yeah, it's the, the, the same for me with the uh, Charleston one's the one I would uh, I would have chosen the I just I, I can just watch that um the ball bouncing around everywhere and uh Rodriguez controlling it and yeah and get it onto his chest and just po- pocketing that little ball through I can just watch that little that that moment over and over again it's just it's just art it's, just, it's absolutely incredible it's, it's just beautiful to watch that and then obviously great finish from Richarlison um the backup one I had uh, is uh Lee Carsley's against um in 2004-05 season mm-hmm. Obviously, not the yeah. The keeper probably should have saved it. it wasn't a, It wasn't a great strike. It was a, just a very important goal. It was obviously a winning goal, and the atmosphere that day was just incredible. I was good thing, uh, battered towards the back of the obstructive view of the Gladys, sort of just peeping behind, you know, just just about seeing it, just about to see what was going on. It was just like uh, talking about limbs everywhere and just an incredible feeling of like winning the derby. And uh, it really felt when we did finish fourth that season. It really felt that at that point it was. I think it was at November time, maybe or something like that. But the gap we were, the gap we were giving between us and Liverpool, it really looked like we could get in that top four, and it really, really felt very, very significant. It's a shame things didn't kick on. Obviously, the season after with um, Champions League, etc. That's another story, obviously. But um, yeah, that'll be my other one. The Lee Carsley one, um, great memory. And the celebration yeah. as well. I just seen them all pile on, and that iconic yeah, picture absolutely. of Tim Cale on the top of it. You know, it's just uh, yeah. it's beautiful, isn't it? So. Again, yeah. there's no reason to be all doom and gloom. There's good memories there, which um, and plenty of them. So um, let's hope for let's hope for more on uh, another one on Sunday. Well, I mean, what that goal shows is that if you get the ball right, you know, I mean, not every player's obviously got the vision of James Rodriguez, but if you get the ball right, you know, if you can you can beat even the best defenses. You know, if you get the put 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 a player like Richarlison through in a position like that, um, and so yeah, you've got to. Got to try and hope for, for just a small moment like that, make something happen. Just that little bit of composure, isn't it, as well? I mean, like, it it, it, it looks like he's just got more time than any, every, everyone else on the pitch at that moment. And I think, you know, sort of ties in with, you know, what we've been saying about those, like, key moments in attacking areas, just that little bit of composure, that little bit of time, um, you know, n- not necessarily rushing it, because it's, it's hard, isn't it? If, you, if you're only getting a couple of sort of, you know, openings in a game, it's natural, you know, that, that sort of ball goes in a bit too early or or you kind of hold on to it a bit too long either or. Um, but I, th- I think, yeah, that sort of clear head, um, it's, you know, it's, it's it's a chance for someone to really, yeah, sort of write themselves into the history books, you know. Um, you know, be, be a Danny Kadamatri, you know. That's, uh, you know, 
it's it's it, 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 it could be someone's chance coming you know, so someone like you know it, it's a great start you know so someone like Rondon who's obviously yeah. you know been on the periphery uh to kind of you know just just have that have that moment um you know maybe maybe bring John Joe on and he sort of leathers one in from you know 40 yards you know. <laughs> like, give, give up on this El Ghazi dream it's never gonna happen <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna keep banging that drum <laughs> I want to see him announce El Ghazi <laughs> but uh <laughs> Yeah, you never know. There's that wrap-up episode 11 of the uh, El Ghazi podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. One thing, actually, the um, Liverpool are conceited. Oh, I think I, it's hard to say, oh, they, 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 there's weaknesses, but the um, there's not many, and, and they just wiped the floor of Man United. I, I saw 20 minutes of that game, and Man you were abysmal. Really, really poor. Uh, incredibly poor. Um, and they didn't score, and obviously against Manchester uh, against Liverpool. But the, the games before that, and I'm talking very good teams. Obviously Manchester City, we're talking yeah, Benfica. Um, but Liverpool conceded quite a lot of goals. I mean, they do three three at home. They they, they, uh, they conceded one away. They've conceded four against City. And could have conceded, conceded more in the home game. Uh, so in, Man- in, the, in the league game against Manchester City, they they passed up some good chances. Again, we're talking very good teams. I'm not saying we can match these teams of quality. I think at the Benfica game. I didn't see it, but somebody was telling me Benfica had a couple of other goals, which are very, very marginal offside, which just like, yeah, yeah, which which were disallowed, of course, but very, very marginally so. So teams are creating chances against Liverpool. You know what I mean? So, if, um, okay, you're going to have to weather storms for sure. Pickford's going to have to, have to make good saves. And the defence is going to have to be on top. The midfield's going to battle hard, but there probably will be some chances. So uh, if we can take them, who knows? Yeah. Another battle yep. cry. <laughs> Got to believe. Got to believe. Okay, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, but to get you in the mood, uh, we'll play you out with a selection of Derby goals that Adam has put together for us. Uh, <clears throat> until we return next week, uh, thanks very much for listening. Take care, and come on, you blues. Have you not got some kind words for the red half of Merseyside, Peter? Uh, no, nah, not really. No, not, no comments as they Inside. Expect Hamas Rodriguez to play just behind him. Here's Richarlison. Everton in front inside three minutes. Everton lead at Anfield. Hamas Rodriguez sets up Richarlison. Bang! Thank you very much. 1 0 Everton. Out. Now Kanchelskis moves into the box to accompany Stewart and Limpar. It's Kanchelskis! And it's a goal for Everton. It's his first goal for Everton. And he'll win himself quite a number of friends for the match in which he scored it. Rooney to try and beat Mignolet and get Everton level. From the spot, he's battered it home. Wayne Rooney scores his first ever Merseyside derby goal. Last bit. Richardson. Now Alan Harper. Ratcliffe joining in. And Drummond. throw, Nadal brings it down, Ferguson shot, what a brilliant goal by Duncan Ferguson, first blood to Everton, and the captain does it again against the old enemy, there's Arteta, throws it in, and it's in, it's an equaliser and Tim Cahill has scored it, Tim Cahill gets the equaliser for Everton, Sheedy takes, and scores! Cooper couldn't come up with the answer again. This is kindly there for Barnby. Jeffers turns it forward. Candles on the side. Everton have scored. What a start.
Out by Lovren. And foot back in by Phil Janjelka. Bolt from the Everton Blue. A rocket of a derby goal. For Sharp, and he got behind Lawrence and there did Sharp. What a fantastic goal. An unbelievable finish from Graham Sharp. And the Evertonians have gone berserk. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.